sounds like. Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I give a shit. I really do. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Today's going to be a really special day. I have a uh, friend, an art colleague, uh, someone I'm an fa- art fan of, Eric Doringer, and he brought in his entire summer SVA high school, well, would it pre-college, Pre- pre-college college class. So uh, we're going to get to that in a minute. But I just want to remind you that... Uh, you know, to, you're listening to uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, which is the best radio station um, in the Western Hemisphere. And uh, you should uh, download our app, you know, because if you download our app, you can have Radio Free Brooklyn all the time with you, with, right, like right, right in your pocket. So it's go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone or RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash android if you have one of those i personally am an iphone person so anyway just so you know i have like these i'm just going to tell you where my head's at before we get started because i'm a little like i'm a little freaked out okay i've got six uh teenagers out i'm staring at six only two besides eric the teacher is allowed, are allowed in this studio at one time. Do you hear me, Tom? Because I know you're probably pissed off already. I don't blame you. And uh, they they run the gamut of... Uh, they just run the gamut in, like, so many ways. Size, looks, personalities. I've known them for 10 minutes, but I can tell you they have a full range of personalities. The girls, as usual, are way more mature than the boys. And... Uh, <laughs> So, Eric, tell us what, what your class... Uh, well, I'm going to have introduce them, but Eric, give us the rundown on what the class is and where you are in the class. Sure. So, um, the class is part of the larger pre-college program at SVA, School of Visual Arts, here in New York City. So, high school kids come here. If they're from New York City, they can commute from home. If they live somewhere else, they can stay in the dorms. And uh, they could do painting or sculpture or graphic design or filmmaking or, you know, any of those things for three weeks. Um, My class specifically is called Contemporary Art New York. And it's a mix of field trips where we go to art galleries, art museums. uh, So what have they seen? Just like they've been to the Met Brewer. They've been to the Met Breuer. They've been to the Met Fifth Avenue. They've been to MoMA. We've Uh seen a few contemporary galleries. Where, Where was the enthusiasm? Just give us one example. Where was the enthusiasm? Well, I think you should ask the students about that. Actually, all right. Did I'm, you put? I'm, I'm, I'm but a bad you're the. Judge. But you're. But no. But you're the. You're the. You know, the host. You well, can't tell your audience. You read the audience. <laughs> you're just focused on teaching, Eric. That's right. That's I, why I, you're a teacher, and I'm not. It's a one-way street, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not letting it back in. I'm just uh, sending that knowledge out. Okay. <laughs> all right. I no, give I'm you that. Kidding. But you've taken but, them a lot of places. But we've gone a lot of places, and we also work a lot in the studio. So they've been doing traditional drawing and painting. They did doing, life-size portraits. They're doing life-size self-portraits right now. They've done photography. They had they've a done, nude nude. They had a nude, nude. nude model on Monday. Yeah. Really? A woman? Female? Uh, it was a woman. We'll have a gentleman coming uh, next Monday. How was that? Did they freak out like I did when I had my, my first nude modeling class in uh, pr- in the same kind of program in Philadelphia? I think it was probably an unusual experience for most of them. But again, that's something that we can talk about once we get them on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah and also, things are really different because... 
uh, in my day, we didn't see as many naked people as that's, these guys. That's right. Did, right. I'm sure they all have uh, right. pornography streaming through their phones. Anyway, Eric, I, hours a day. I know you've really been enjoying <laughs> enjoying. I know you've really been enjoying those classes summer. So let's just um, what, what we're going to do is I'm going to get them all in the mic just to say hi to you, and then we're going to do a, a two two and two and two. So uh, come on in, guys. Introduce yourself. Okay, who's first? Okay. This. Okay, I'll yeah. tell you. Hi, I'm Charlie. I'm a student here at SVA Pre-College. I'm 15. I'm going to be going into my sophomore year, uh, year next year, and I'm from New Jersey. He's the guy with the black hat and he wears sunglasses a lot. Okay, go ahead. Hi, I'm Sophie Titel. Uh I'm 16. I'm going into senior year, and I'm from Connecticut, and I'm a student at SVA Pre-College. She's very cute, very cute. Okay, here's the guy. Okay, keep keep coming. Keep guys. going. Okay, here's a guy. Here's a guy who. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm Akiva. I'm from New Jersey, and you can't see me right now, but I'm dripping in blood. Oh, okay. <laughs> Akiva had a little accident on the way over here. Yeah, yeah. Do we need to call nine? Uh, let's Hi. not even joke. Okay, go <clears throat> ahead. Hi, I am Manuel. Um, I am in the program. I have 16. My, my next year is my sophomore year. And huh. where are you from, Enla? Colombia. Okay. Wow. By, by Florida more he's, recently, he's I believe. He's getting some American culture here. Okay. And this one. Hi, I'm Gabriela. I am 17. I'm also from Colombia, and I'm a student at pre-college. She gets to stay in the dorms, right? Yeah. Over, you, why For three weeks while you're here? Yeah, for well, three I weeks. Well, par- I wish I had parents like that who send me away for three weeks. That sounds awesome. Okay, so that's the that's the uh, lineup. Wait, we, the, we got one oh, more. Oh, we got one more. Cindy. Who, who may be shy and not speak Cindy, more. Cindy, you know what? I names. identify with you because when I was your age, I was crazy shy i would not say a word i would not i you know that's, and i love hard to that believe now and i and i and i love that so go ahead and just tell us your name and where you're from here in this mic here beautiful oh. girl hi i'm cindy i'm from queens not that it matters because i won't be talking <laughs> and cindy oh wait you gotta say a little bit more how old are you what grade are you going into i'm 16 that's it okay all so right thank you cindy all right, so uh, the first two of you are going to come back and sit down at the mic. All right. Okay, so who we got here? We got... So we got uh, Charlie and Sophie. Charlie and Sophie. Okay. So, so anyway... So I had asked the class to come up with some questions for you, Lisa, because, you know, you typically on this show, you're asking all the questions. Right. And I thought it would be fun to uh, switch, switch things up a little bit and maybe put you in the hot seat a little bit. So maybe we'll start off with their questions for you and then you can ask them some questions back because uh, it's more typical. Um, all right. So why don't, why, don't, why don't you guys start with your question? All right. Uh I just kind of wanted to know, like, a little more about you, I guess, as, like, an artist in your career. Like, what would you say is the coolest or most memorable experience you've had as an artist? Well, you know, uh, I think, I mean, you know, I don't really separate experiences, uh, art, life. But I think, you know, at this point in my life, in recent history, I would have to say the time that I sat naked on a toilet for two days when people came in and sat with me, the artist is humbly present. 
Did you did you see anything of that? Did Eric show you that? Yeah, he showed us. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Is that something you think you might ever do? Um, I personally am not comfortable enough, like, with myself to do that. But I think but, that, like, it takes. You a shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of balls to do that. I think that you know, it's it's definitely something that a lot of you know people could look up to, and it's really cool. Thank what was you. the like? Let me tell you something yeah. else. As an old lady, because I'm 62, okay, it was a lot easier um, to uh, do that then as a young person because you don't feel as vulnerable being naked when you're older you know it's mm-hmm. true that's the way it is so uh go ahead i was just gonna say like what was the like weirdest or most bizarre thing that anyone did over those two days uh there were a lot of you know a lot of things a lot of people wound up taking off their clothes too and um some guy came in that scared me and he had like all this type all the this he he almost had made his body into a poster and uh he wrote it back like in mirror writing and there was the word taliban on it and it totally scared me i also had that woman who um got some press lately because she brought a peacock on the plane oh right it's her uh uh, support animal yes as her support animal so she came there too but um i was a little nervous and i would say that i had a great connection with it was an incredibly rewarding experience, and I felt like I got a great connection with a lot, a lot of people, and I, I can't really say anything bad about mm. what happened. There's nothing bad happened. Yeah. Okay, how about you, Charlie? Okay, so... Charlie's I'm- a skate, a skate, uh, you're like a, you're going to be a, uh, you're going to be a, like a street artist, right? I got yeah. that feeling, right? You I'm like street art? Like, Did you yeah. see any street art art here in Bushwick? Oh, yeah, there was a lot of really interesting art on the street here. Yeah. Yeah, so question-wise, when I look at art and when, like, we're walking around galleries and everything like that, I typically wonder, you know, what inspired their art or what push their mind to think of these things and you know wanted to express it on canvas or whatever mm-hmm. medium you're doing so what would you say gives you your most inspiration uh that's an interesting that's an interesting question charlie that's a very mature question i'm kind of surprised <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know these kids but i am impressed so anyway uh um he looks like a skater. Where did he come up with a question like that? <laughs> he looks like a child. Skater, teenage boy. Um, anyway, uh, so the thing is, is curiosity. I believe that curiosity and novelty are the most important things to a creative person. And what I try to do is find activities uh, where I get to see things that I don't normally get to see to open my mind. Like uh, a couple weeks ago, I was thinking about how two weekends ago I went to uh, this place out here called The Glove. Have you heard Have you heard of it, Eric? No. It's a really like hard-to-find place, and it was uh, run by this really weird group, great group, Wild Taurus, and they had all these really strange, unusual performances, and the place was really unusual, and uh, most people don't look into stuff like that and get to see it. So I just try and take advantage of as much as I can wherever I am. And, uh, you know, just open mind. I don't have any particular one thing. So you'd say, like, what inspires you most is the pursuit of more knowledge, I guess? And- Novelty and experiences. Okay. 
And, you know, you can have a lot of really amazing experiences without, like, even going anywhere. Like, for example, like, I I always think about, let's get back to the toilet sitting art pro- performance. Now, I made that up. I got a gallerist to, you know, say okay to it. But I had a huge, huge experience. And it was in my neighborhood. I mean, it didn't cost me very much. I didn't go anywhere. Um and, um, you know, there's a lot of, and, you know, even the thing that I was talking about the, at the glove, I think it was like five bucks, you know, and that was watching other people create interesting experiences. But, um, you know, you can have a, you can have an exciting adventure anywhere. But especially in New York. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I tell you, if I go to like little town upstate, I feel like I'm in Europe or like it's so different. You must you must notice that, right? Because um, yeah. you're from Columbia, right? Uh, no, I'm, <laughs> from, I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh, my God. I got you yeah. mixed up with the other girl. It's, okay. it's the Columbia of New England. The, the, yeah. the Gabriella. Oh, Jesus. See, what do I see? I told you this was going to happen. No, no, it's, 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 it's all right. Okay. It's okay. It's right. I'm, I'm still learning their names, too. But I think that's actually just a question. Like, how do you guys find New York City? I mean, you've been here for a couple of weeks now. You've, like, visited before, I think. But how are you enjoying your time in the city? I mean, I've grown up going into the city a lot, so, like, I am pretty familiar with it, but, like, I think this has given me, like, a really good opportunity to, like, get to know the city a lot better and, like, from a different perspective, like, you know, getting to see really cool galleries and museums from, like, an artist's perspective rather than, like, being a tourist, like, with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's definitely been really cool. So what kind of art do you like? Um, For me, I really like a lot of contemporary stuff. Right. I, I like sculptures also. Like what? Is there any um, artist that you would name that you can think of? Or was there anything you saw this week that was interesting? This week. Oh, we went to the Met Breuer yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the, we saw this sculpture that this, I forgot his name, but yeah, he, this artist made a sculpture of his own head out of his own blood, which we were. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, what's his name? Mark, Creed. Mark Quinn. Quinn. Mm-hmm. Not Martin Creed. Mark <laughs> Quinn course yeah so yeah after when so we that, came back to the classroom we were talking about it and the idea of like turning like your own body like into like art is just like the idea of that is really cool mm-hmm. um so that like so yeah like, so can you picture so would you can you picture yourself growing up and making art like that or art out of sculpture or what do you picture um are you going to be an accountant no <laughs> what do you what, what um, do you imagine for yourself um fantasy fantasy in a dream perfect world um my dream job is to be like a photographer like a travel photographer nice yeah i'm really into photography um yeah i'm not like that's i did this program to kind of like open my mind and get better at like different skills like painting that like oh that's smart yeah but like you know still be more comfortable and in my element like taking pictures Mm -hmm. and stuff like that Mm -hmm. great yeah how about you charlie what do you what do you imagine yourself as a as a grown adult doing in a perfect world i think i'd like to be a studio painter so somewhere you know something that i can express myself on canvas and like not have any commissions or not yeah not have not have anyone telling me what to paint so just being able to express myself and uh-huh. use my imagination and how are you going to make a living charlie your folks want to know how are you um, going to make a living your parents are asking me right now i can hear them yeah. in my own head in a dream world hopefully just selling those paintings and getting them into galleries and museums and stuff like that but 
I can imagine myself in a more realistic setting. I'd be doing commission paintings and I'd be doing murals. And I like working on a really big scale if possible. Mm -hmm. I like, yeah, I like like mm -hmm. bold colors and hard lines and stuff and where like that. you're you're living in where i'm in new jersey mm -hmm. well yeah I, I live in new jersey but during this program i have a, a apartment with my uh, dad with your dad so i have a suggestion for you you know there's a lot of uh, art collectives out here that make make these murals and do the street art you should hook up with them and be, <laughs> be and like do a project with them yeah help that, them out that'd be really interesting up to this point i haven't done anything like murals or anything yeah i'd really like to get started on yeah. that I done, like, yeah i bet they scale. would help you out i'll uh i'll uh, help you find a i'll help you i'll help yeah. you find, i'll find <laughs> really a cool. place place for them and uh so eric what do you want to do when when you grow up i'm looking at Eric. <laughs> when i grow up well in an ideal world i would like to just be a studio artist too um but <laughs> eric did you think you were gonna i never wanted to be a studio artist i always i was an art director i was like i want to make a living i don't want to be starving did you eric think you were going to be an artist uh yes i think from because you're confident from certainly around <laughs> you know well i didn't know if i would be successful as an artist but i think that i wanted to pursue that dream and i hoped that i would uh -huh. be a good artist and successful and um, well you went to brown university which is an ivy league school so what did you study there i studied art art there art, yeah. yeah so that's a pretty good start uh, I guess. I mean, it's probably a better start if I was going into law or medicine or, <laughs> well, uh, you know, being a stockbroker. Law and medicine are, are are both really good careers. They would have been better, Money better choices better, from been a much financial choices position, but... You could have probably you done know, well. I, I like my life as an artist, too, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I don't mm -hmm. have to eat at the fanciest restaurant every night. Well, that's good to know because you're not. <laughs> I'm so, not. how about you guys? What 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 are you are you getting support from your families, or you think like, oh, they don't think we're practical, or what do you think? Um, my family's always been really supportive of me. Like, they always like want me to just try my best and like do what like makes me happy. I think they'd be happy was, like seeing me. They just want you to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they would for sure support me. They just yeah. want you to be happy. Yeah, my but family. they don't want you to starve. No. <laughs> No. So are you guys planning on going to college? Yeah, yeah of course. For yeah. sure. And do you think you're going to get like master's degrees in art and stuff like that? Are you looking at I'd it like that to. way? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah you for Yes. Sure. Yeah, so you think you'll... Have you ha ha either have, have either of you had a job yet of any sort? No. No, I mean, not I, my stepson didn't either at your <laughs> age. Jesus. Eric, you had a job. I had a job. Me too. What happened to these kids? I'm going to be getting like, a job soon, hopefully. Are you? Yeah, yeah. No, what kind year. of job? Um, just whatever I can... In get my hands on just to make money yeah. i'm i want to do it like next summer i mean i'm next still young summer. So. you are younger i'm going to college in a couple years so. yeah yeah and yeah you guys are young you guys are yeah. young okay how about the next group we yeah, should get the next group in here so we'll okay thank you what <laughs> lovely what lovely attractive young people we have here every single one of them thank you okay so next two kids you guys want to come in and get settled down at the mic Hey yo, are they being shy hey, or or, Manuel, or being Eva, Gabriella? Come on in, come on in. All right, come on, guys. Let's get uh, let's get okay. We got these two guys here. We got these two guys. All right. Okay, so why don't you guys okay. say we your got these two guys names again into the microphone so the listeners at home know who uh, they're listening to. 
Uh, hey, um, I'm a guy. Yes, I am. This okay? So this is uh, Akiva. He's got a lot of hair, and 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 a lot of. He's got a big necklace on, like a wrap. I don't know anything. I'm like, an old person. like a wrap. Rap person? Where is the necklace? What's the inspiration? <laughs> uh, I've been wanting a sort of chain that isn't like super thin. This is a bit thicker so you're than in, I... You're in fashion. You, Charlie told me you guys had done some thrift shopping out here, right? Yeah, I wasted... Uh, I, I used more money than I wanted to. <laughs> okay, well... I have some other stuff I want to get. Yeah, what do you want to get? Uh... There's a Bristol Studios collab with Adidas that I want to get. Mm. The the white ones, if anybody the knows white about ones. that. <laughs> oh. They're, they're off-white color. Oh, does anybody at school have them? No. Where do you go to school? I was going to school at a school in Scotch Plains, New nice. Jersey. But I left that school and now I'm going to go to a school in Hoboken called oh. Hudson. Oh, nice. Are you excited about that? Uh, this is the kid with a rebellious streak. There's just no question about it, right? Yeah, I have a, a fake it, Rolex on. A uh, rebellious. He's a, he's a rebel. I, he, he made his own he would Rolex. Be, he would be a hard a hard kid. I'm glad I'm not your mother. I think that would be a challenge. So, Akiva, do you have a question for oh, yeah, uh, Dr. Yeah. Lisa? Yeah, so you've been in the advertising industry a lot. So how has that changed your or that's what he told me. Or yes, no, I had just I told everybody on the air that I didn't want to be an artist. I wanted to be an art. I was an art director for twenty five years in advertising. Yeah. All right. So let me get close to the mic and sit up straight. <sighs> sit up straight. What? I dropped that out of my pocket. Sit up straight and get close <laughs> to the mic. I'm not going to sit up straight, but I'll get closer. See, I told you he's such a rebel. <laughs> Okay, so what were you going to ask me? Get come on, we this is this is we don't have a lot of time. All here. right, so uh, how has that changed your perspective? And then I also had a bit of an wait. Hold on, uh, how how has what changed? How is being how, an, how, an, an yeah, art yeah, director yeah. in advertising? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, let's let her start answering that one, then you can ask the follow up question. Yeah, the sort of connect. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. So, Lisa, how okay. how how has working in advertising well, changed he, your he, viewpoint? Here's the thing: I did not. Uh, I studied illustration in college, so I did a lot of drawing and painting. But I really was worried about making a living. So I decided when I graduated. I mean, I just got a job in a graphic design studio, and then I eventually wound up getting a job as a junior art director in advertising. And, uh, you know, did that to earn a living. And uh, I did fairly, you know, I supported myself fairly well. I went on a couple of nice trips and shit like that. Won awards. I, well, yeah, a couple. I mean, I did. I did. Uh, but the thing about advertising that I think is really, uh, which I really, really value, is that creating advertising is all about, at least in my day, all about ideas. It's coming up with a good idea. An idea to sell thing. It's about combining visuals and headlines and making an idea happen. And it's also incredibly fast-paced and disciplined. So I think that the most important thing about being a professional creative person is being able to create when you are not in the mood. You know, before I worked in advertising, I used to think like, ah, I'm not inspired today. 
when you when you uh, work in advertising as when you work as a professional creative person anywhere, there is no I'm in the mood. It's like I have to keep this job and I need to make a living and I need to get this done. You know, yeah. yeah. Eric's nodding because he knows what the deal yep. is there. You know yeah. what the deal is. I guess I would sort of make you uh, a lot better at like really getting your work done when once you became a regular artist doing what you wanted to. Absolutely. But you can do that. Anybody so, can learn that. And, yeah. And I, I think, think also for you, Lisa, I think that uh, you also really learned about how to distill your message, right? And like I guess make so, it yeah. succinctly and communicate yeah. it. Yeah. I and think I, the all industries okay. advertising. Wait, wait. For I just want to say that we have Manuel. Yeah. Hi, Manuel. Let's just say where, where, how, where, where, where are you from? Colombia. And but he uh, lives in Florida. And, but he lives in Florida. And what grade are you going? In? You're, you're. Um, I go to start my sophomore year. Sophomore year. Okay. So go ahead. What were you saying? Sorry. Um, I think they, get closer oh, to the mic too. Um, all industries need advertising mm-hmm. for communicate the product for the people. Not advertising. You not know the product. Um, this is impossible by it. Mm-hmm. I think the most famous advertising is Coca-Cola. Everything can know. Mm. Or McDonald's. You only need the M and you see, oh, it's McDonald's. It's yellow and easy. Right. Well, here's where creativity comes in, folks. Because if you... That's all about budget, right? And I mean like you know the more money you have it just like in politics the more money you have behind your message the more um the more the more your message gets out right and that's where creativity comes in because if you don't have a big budget you have to do something that's going to go viral or something that people are going to remember right because if you can have a really small budget and make a lot happen if you have a great idea, right? Can I ask wait, you a wait, question? Wait, I, I didn't get to finish my uh, question. Uh, okay. Uh, Sorry. So, like, the rest of the question, the more... like More important uh, part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the the more important... The go. part that isn't so specific to your experience and more specific to your opinions. Uh, like, wh- how do you feel about the manipulation that the art and some of the most creative most uh, wild art out there is in the advertising because they have these places you can go and all these interactive elements a lot of the time but how do you feel about how advertisements which is such a widespread form of art is sort of used to manipulate people and how do you feel about that well i mean i think that we're all pretty sophisticated at this point and we know i mean i think if it if it's sponsored i think that um we we all pretty much are familiar with sponsored advertising and that there's a motivation behind that the problem and also advertising has a lot of laws behind it it's much harder to lie in advertising than it is in the news or politics there is no fake advertising because there are laws 
like when you advertise drugs, for example, medicine, you see it's got a whole page of small type. There are laws. Anything, you know, labeling, there are laws. Well, you, you, you go ahead. Well, like, on the other hand, like, you see, like, commercials, like, Maltesers, and, like, there's, like, a girl who's, like, worried about some, what some boy thought about her. This is an actual advertisement. Okay. But what I, do you wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, so the girl is, so the advertisement is like the girl asks her friends like how they would have reacted and they're like, just like react the same way. And then they claim that the Maltesers that was sort of a prop in the commercial was the reason for her to unwind. They're connecting something that is completely unrelated and might be actually harmful to unwinding. Like, I could imagine that binging out on Maltesers might make you feel worse. <laughs> uh, but sure. uh, what you really need are friends. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, what you say makes perfect sense. Uh, but you already know that. I know that, but not the average American I th- necessarily. I, th- I don't know. I think I think people know that. And I think that uh, you should write them a letter and tell them that. And I think that commercial makes you mad. It's condescending to you. That's what I'm guessing, that you don't like it. And I don't like it either. I, I disappointment. I think, okay. how would you sell that? It's, I mean, it's, for example, McDonald's. Everything in McDonald's is, oh, buy it. Are good. Right. No it's problem a- with your health. Okay. But when, when you want to r- read about the hamburger, what are you doing in your, in, your fo- in your body? You say, oh, my God. And you know what? I eat all days French fries. I'm hamburger and soda. Um, what did you know? You don't me, look like it. Me. <laughs> I don't worry about it. Because how the product sells the products is is it's impossible. You need a fake or liars for for your for the business. I think the advertising is this uh liars or well, well, McDonald's doesn't advertise that it's healthy for you. It does advertise that it tastes good, right? Exactly, so, but uh, I'm mean, not talking about but, you. But, but it does advertise with healthy people. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that the government is not... It's The government doesn't decide what we should and we shouldn't eat. We have to be responsible for ourselves. So this is my you point. need to educate your. I mean, we all need to educate ourselves about food, and uh, you know that's our job. That's what if you care. Not everyone cares about food. What if you go to McDonald's and there's some horribly unhealthy looking person just stuffing their face with it? They know it's unhealthy. I but, know. But do you think the government should be involved in telling them? Not necessarily. No, the, the problem is the government on the industry. The problem is the people. Do you like it? Okay, the industry say, okay, take it. This is our advertising. Do you want it? Okay, look at that. This but is the this. problem is also that people don't know how to use stuff in moderation. And that's a problem in a lot of areas because if you can't eat in moderation, you can't do anything in moderation. And you can also... I mean, we sell alcohol. There is alcoholics. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to defend advertising or defend use overusing products. I'm saying we have personal failings that we need to manage all on our own, 
And we don't want someone else deciding what's right for us. Okay, can I do my question? Yes, well, I, yes, yes. please. Let's yes. Get I'd like to call upon the people. Okay, okay, you got to wait. Um, my question is, do you think the arts in the museums is has been a transformation now? Um, these transformations is something the normal people know understanding. Um, what I mean is, the people go to famous museum here in New York because they have a famous artist, but no, because they like the art. Yeah, that's something that bothers me about the way art... I mean, I, I think I know what you're getting at, and I think I agree with you. I think that um, we view art as sort of a cultural... Like, like good people go to art museums. And I don't think... I think that the art world... Um, I'm a big believer in that the art world needs to make the art really accessible to people and needs to figure, and Eric's uh, shaking his head, I know he agrees as well. And uh, there are a lot of artists that feel this way, but there are, are a lot of artists who feel that they like it to be so intellectual that you don't quite get it. And uh, I, 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 you know, I'm getting the feeling that you don't like that either, Manuel. Do you know what I say that? Because I think I go many times to opera. And yesterday I go to Broadway. I say, Broadway is for dummies. I respect that, the, the Broadway, the, the shows. But the people say, oh, it's awesome. Awesome, awesome is Mozart. Awesome is Beethoven. These guys with no half electricity, internet, and this, and create Asom's works. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Asom's, you know what, is Van Gogh on these guys. Right. Uh, um, I think the mother arms many times is very awesome, but the people in the normal people no one understand because they no have time for read it. They no right. have time for... And you know what? I think the the art now is for many people is advertising you consume you can know and you i think the advertising is a type of art is very well, simple yeah i mean sometimes i think our advertising does trans transcend advertising and it is really art and Ma mauricio catalan has a uh, campaign up right now did you know he did the the D the DT DTF campaign. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know they've been using a lot of those images from uh, toilet paper magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so I'm not, I don't know. He's behind that campaign, but well, he's that. behind the magazine, but I think he collaborates with a photographer. So oh. I'm, not, I don't know. Well, you would know, know because Eric's going to be <laughs> uh, involved in a show with Mauricio Catalan. Did you guys know that? They Maybe. they don't even know who Mauricio Catalan oh, is. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, one so more. Okay. Why don't we rotate again? We'll get uh, Gabriella in here, and maybe one of the first guys would want to come back and ask another and question. Wait, I think. I think. Why don't we bring Carol? Uh, Carol, Cindy, in, and just have her. Just have her sit just here. Just have her hang okay. out. Maybe I can ask her a question. Okay. So. She doesn't even have to answer. She doesn't. <laughs> she, she can doesn't. use sign language. Okay, okay. okay. That sounds good. So you guys clear Are out. Are you good? I know that. Uh, I know that Akiva had some trick up his sleeve, right? No, no I, I spoiled it. You spoiled it. I okay. Spoiled it. I was gonna come out here with like blood running down my God. nose. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, I'm glad you're okay. 
because yeah. I don't have any nurses on staff here. So I'm glad you're okay. Okay, thanks for. Uh, okay, I want my friend Cindy to sit down. Cindy, come on in. So we have Cindy and Gabriella. Yeah. Gabrielle, I'm so excited. I wish I was you. You're staying. You're the one. Are you the one staying in an SVA dorm? Yeah. I want to stay in the. Can I? Can I? You want to stay in my house with my husband? He's a nice guy. <laughs> There's plenty of room. You know, we've got extra room. You can you can stay there, and I'll go stay in your dorm. There's, there's a curfew in the dorm. Yeah, at 10 p.m. Uh, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> can you have friends over? No. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, you know what I want to do before we get started, ladies? I have to, uh, and, and Eric, I have to do a station ID. I have to remind people that they're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, which is such a fabulous radio station. Um, and uh, we, we're actually promoting um, the Love Honey EP release show at Arlene's Grocery. You guys should all come to that. You all is, like music. Is that all ages? Can they go? No, mate, no. no. Jesus. Well, you know, Eric, we'll, we'll, can you have a class on fake IDs? On fake, making fake, fake IDs. IDs? I think I get in trouble for that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, you know, there are rules. Anyway, it's a Love Honey EP release show at Arlene's Grocery on Tuesday, July 31st, celebrating their uh, anticipated Dig This release at uh, Arlene's Grocery is 95 Stanton Street. And the sound of Love Honey's music was described by Classic Rock magazine as if Jimi Hendrix's experience was fronted by a woman and turned into the Black Keys era. Whoa. This Brooklyn-based <laughs> act is one you don't want to miss. So anyway, so come out for that, all right? So, all right, ladies. So, okay, I can't. Uh, we worked out that I'm not going to be able to stay at the SBA dorm. So that's you, okay. You could, you could come for lunch, maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Cindy, so, you live in Queens, mm-hmm. and and what Flushing? Did you say? Yeah. Yeah, I like. I've been. I've been out there. I have. Have you? You've been out there, I have, Eric? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Not Gabriella, though. No, I went there. You did? Yeah. Really? When? Um, before I came to SVA, my my uncle like he wanted me to try this food, so he drove us there. Wow! What kind of food? Chinese. Chinese food. Yeah. Did did you did you know that um, Cindy that Gabrielle had been out to Queens? I yeah. mean Flushing. Mm-hmm. You did know that. You guys talked about that at some point. Yeah, I said the first day, like. Oh, I went there. <laughs> oh, so you guys already knew all yeah, that. There's, yeah. there's probably a lot of New Yorkers who haven't been oh. to Flushing. You know who lives out there? Uh, famous uh, art critic uh, Ken Johnson. Oh, really? In Flushing? Yeah, in Flushing, oh. yeah. Famous art critic Ken Johnson. Maybe you'll run into him. And he can write up, you know, your sh- your show that you're going to have. And So, uh, what, so what Ga- you- Gabrielle, did you have a question for Lisa? Um, I wanted to know, like... Like artists go through a process, like they evolve, 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 (laughs) emerge, as they say. Okay, so they evolve like during time. And how do you do to stay truthful to yourself, like in every piece or thing you make? Well, there is no staying. I mean, you can't think that. I don't think that way. I mean, you can only make what you make. So. 
unless you're trying to imitate somebody you are going to be truthful to yourself but what if you want like to do something for like the audience like to gain oh uh, yeah to, to like get attention or yeah. to make it more like the you mean like the fine line between promoting your work and making your work yeah Well, I think there's a lot of different ways to promote work. I think that, you know, obviously, like the thing I did sitting on the toilet was going to get a lot of attention, but I wasn't sure. You don't know. You never know what people are going to respond to and what they aren't. What's really important is what's really satisfying is the circle of the message, like the the message that you want to get out there, like what what the feeling is. Do you want to communicate a feeling? What do you care about? What are you trying to communicate through your work? And then to see how people respond to it. Like, I make text paintings. So over the weekend, I showed some text paintings, and people go, oh, that I feel the same way. Now, that's the reward. It isn't because it got a write-up, but that is the reward, like that feeling of being connected to that person through the work. Um, also, as an artist, being true to yourself, I mean, one of the hardest parts, and I think Eric will back me up on this, is that we all go through sometimes long periods, months, sometimes even a year, where you have no idea what to make. You could be like, on a, you could make great work or stuff you're excited about for several years, and then you could get to the point where you think it's over. You have no ideas. You have no motivation. You don't know what's going to happen. Your work isn't very good. You are no good. And Eric, Eric, do you? I mean, I I yeah. look at Eric and I'm like, Eric never has that, but I know he must, right? Of course, I think we all have those periods, and I think you also, you know, when like Gabrielle's saying, when you're starting on a new body of work or a new series or a new project. A lot of times you don't really know because you're sort of figuring it out as you're going and, uh, you know, it might turn out great or it might not. And in the moment, I think most artists feel like their most recent work is their best work. But. Uh, they hope to. <laughs> I don't always feel that way. But, it's very upsetting. Right, but there are also definitely moments of self-doubt that we all go through and times when you're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Like, I, I haven't made a decent painting in months or whatever. And that's just part of it. You know, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have periods where you feel really creative and really excited about making stuff and just want to be in the studio all the time. And you're going to have other periods where you don't really have that inspiration or where, you know, you just want to like watch a bunch of movies or something like that. But I think that then those things come into your work. You know, you're like, oh, I spent the last five months watching movies and now I want to do a series of paintings about, uh, you know, Stanley Kubrick or something like that. Ladies, the most important thing in any career is tenacity. I don't care what the hell you're doing. I don't care if you want to be a fishmonger. If you want to be the best fishmonger, you've got to have tenacity. So it doesn't really matter. What, what do you, what do you, what do you, do you, do you have a, do you have a goal? Do you have a, do you have a fantasy goal about what you want for your, your work or your life or your job? Gabrielle? No, I don't really. No? no? No. Like, I don't, I'm not even sure if I want to study something related to art. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Well, yeah. what, what are your other interests? Um. <laughs> Music? No. Going out? Your friends? Architecture? Yeah. Oh, okay. Those are all related. Yeah, Those are all related. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cindy, have you enjoyed coming into the city? Yes, I think so. <laughs> Cindy is perhaps not getting on the mic today, and that's okay. 
Um, Gabrielle, I wanted to, ask, to have her in the room. I wanted to ask you though. Um, so you are here from Colombia, from Bogota, is that yeah, right? Bogota. And how do you find New York compared to Bogota? Well, I like this is not my first time in New York, mm-hmm. so I I was like familiar to the city, but it's very different. Like the um, like how people are and like how they are so open and kind yeah so you find people really open here yeah like people talk to me on the street like hey are you brazilian and they ask me things and in colombia like people don't talk to you no no No? and you live in bogota yeah what's bogota like is it urban like is it pretty urban it's pretty urban yeah it's the like the capital of Colombia. Yeah. So, do you see like a huge difference between Bogota and like, are you know, do you have all the same stores and stuff? Yeah, the same stores, but like, I don't know, like pharmacies. I find like they have all these things, and like in Colombia, only some of them have. So, you, mean, uh, you mean things like snacks and no, like that, or no, just like, like the medicines that the yeah, shelves are kind like of empty in Colombia? Beauty products. Yeah. Beauty products. <laughs> Do you think women in 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 uh, in America have a lot more pressure about physical appearance? We have so much pressure here about this crap. Crap. May, no, I think the same pressure. Yeah, yeah, same pressure. That's hard. That's hard for um, young women. Yeah. 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 We don't. Yeah. Don't don't let don't let, don't let, don't let don't let them get to you. Don't let them repress you. Man, Manuel was saying that he thought um, all the sizes were bigger here than in Colombia, like portion yeah. sizes in restaurants. And- the other day I went with my friend from Chile and another friend from Colombia to the movies. And we were like, what? Re- refills? <laughs> How is that even possible? And we went crazy. And then we we were all like full of like, yeah, sodas because... Oh, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. the sizes at the movie theater are like gigantic. Yeah, and you right? can refill it. Refill. It's yeah. disgusting, right? Yeah, it's disgusting. Gross. At Gross. first, you're like amazed by it, but then. So, what have you done on your free time in New York? Um, I've went to several parks, like with my friends from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last weekend, I was with some friends of my parents that have an apartment. So I stayed with them. Where? Like in New York City? Yeah. Or, oh, okay. Like 63 with something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you've been doing some summery things outside. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So um we have 10 minutes left. What do you think? Does anybody want to uh, have another turn on the mic? Yeah, why don't we bring back a couple of our previous guests, right. whoever whoever has another question. Only only come back if you have a question. I have to have a question? Yes. Or, go ahead. Come on in. Okay. Let's see Let's see what's up. Let's see what's up. All right. Cindy and Gabriela, you guys make your way out. Akiva's coming in. You can tell the story in. about the rat? You can tell the story about the rat, sure. If that's what you are. Okay. So we have Akiva okay. and Mel- Manuel coming back for an encore performance here. Cool. All so right. Go ahead and tell us your rat story. Akiva. All right. You really want to hear the rat story? Because that's like a terrible story. We could actually talk. You're about. not selling or, it, or you could talk about something else. But 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 but, but we are ha- happy to hear it. All right. 
All right. We don't want to talk about anything with substance. No. Uh, is this is the rat story have substance? It has no substance. Can I say a happy birthday for the friends? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, sure. a, a shout out. Yes. A shout out. Um, yeah. I have a friends. That's happy birthday. Maybe tomorrow or yesterday or today. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe kind of today. Um, happy birthday, Cindy. Sorry. Cin- Her name is Cindy. Yeah, not that Cindy. O- other Cindy. <laughs> uh, no, I know. It's another a person, a friend of yours named Cindy. Who? Yeah. Who is where? Um, it live in Florida. In Florida. Oh, uh, same time zone. Anyway. Yeah. We'll tell her to listen so, tomorrow morning. So, Manuel, what what part of Florida are you, are you um, living in? I live uh, with uh, for Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine this: uh, for Lauderdale is New York. Uh, uh-huh. New Jersey is my city. Oh, okay. okay. I live okay. there. Um, so the Fort Lauderdale nice. metropolitan yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. But my but my city is so boring. Oh, oh uh, yeah. I know. I know. I grew up in the suburbs. So boring. Don't don't worry. You'll get out. You'll get out. You go to college. Go to college in uh, New York. You think you're gonna? Yeah, you think, think you're gonna go to college in New York? Yeah, I I like so much SBA, but I like more Boston. I don't know uh, why. Maybe Boston. Okay. You know what? The art in Boston, I think, is more. I don't know. Special, but I like so much New York. I think the best big series. Well, you know, you can transfer once you get there. So anyway, what's the rat story? Let's hear it. Come on. All right, like you don't want to like talk about some art shit or something. Well, I'm curious. You, I mean, uh, you, you wanted to talk about you had a rat story. I, I do have a rat story, but that's that's just. It's, do you want to tell us the rat story? Or would you rather talk about art? I'd rather talk about something else. Right. Really? So how about asking Lisa another question about her art or her life? I don't have any more questions. Okay, well, what what what's on your mind then? Uh, I don't know. I know you were asking a lot of other people about like what kind of art they have. So, yeah, or that, what I kind of art they like. That. Yeah, tell uh, us. So... I'd be willing to talk about that. That and like, would be great. What kind of art do you like? I didn't uh, get to ask well, you that before. I do like a lot of kinds of art. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like art that is sort of related to people and concerning issues. And, like, sort of also art, like music art or regular art that uh, is sort of useful. I Music think. art? So, Sound so like, art? Who, so who, who are some of your favorite artists or favorite pieces? Favorite? I, I don't pick favorites. That's silly stuff. Well, mm-hmm. I said some of your favorites. So like, who do you, who do you like? Who if do you, I if like? You, if you could I, like, build an art collection, what, what would you buy? I wouldn't buy anything because that would be a waste of money. Do you make art? <laughs> He's a millennial. He's a millennial. Millennial. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well, like right now. Do you make art during the year at school? Uh, I go to an art class after school. Uh huh. And what do you make there? Uh, I was doing a mixed media class this year. Oh yeah, and I did. Yeah, I did do stuff at school like what i did silk screening at school oh that sounds good did you like that yeah it was reasonably fun and then i did a mixed media class after school 
mm-hmm. which was like stamp making and collaging. Oh, wow. And I did figure drawing mm-hmm. with, it's actually drawing other kids from the neighborhood. They oh, aren't, great. They aren't naked. ass naked, but they are yeah. like not wearing a yeah. whole lot of clothes. No, to be that's fair. great. So. Are your pa- parents interested in art? They're interested in art. Uh, they were definitely interested. They did live in New York, and they were definitely interested in like the music scene, sort of more music than art. Yeah, like my mom, I know she like seen has seen the Ramones ah. and the Violent Femmes, ah. and a lot. I'm just like naming artists that I know. She saw the Beastie Boys when they were a hardcore group. Wow. And Your that, mom sounds cool. And then they they play they played Cookie Puss on a like a a, a portable speaker or a, some sort because they can't they couldn't actually play songs like that or perform mm-hmm. them yet. Mm-hmm. They they didn't have the technology and like Cookie Puss was like mm-hmm. sampled phone calls they had made. Oh, that's cool. So what do you do outside of school? Do you play video? Are you a video game person or do you go? play music what do you do i waste time on the internet mm-hmm. and I, I don't waste time doing interesting stuff on the internet i i am uh really depressedly <laughs> wasting all of my time on my bs just watching whatever video or looking scrolling through instagram less often but yeah. I, I am watching some interesting stuff i am learning about a lot of stuff but what i should really do is i should like google the stuff and actually actively learn about it because i'm probably not going to remember it if i just watch a video once or twice Ah. and uh (laughs) i'm all uh, yeah i watched a video about how you won't remember stuff if you just watched a video (laughs) i'm i'm glad i mean man i couldn't take having another kid around with a video (laughs) with with all this computer stuff how about you man manuel do you do you what do you do outside of school? maybe i am in a problem about this but i want to try to, i want to like study maybe advertising or maybe now what um, do you do with your friends what do you do yeah, with your like friends what, what my, you? my friends i have different friends um so what's, a lot what? about dark uh are they are uh, they that, interested stu- in art? No, no, they Sports. are stupid in this topic. They think Picasso. <laughs> they think Picasso are Van Gogh and Van Gogh they are Dali and me is what sharp your mouth. Okay, okay. Now l- this is the problem when art people like us we love art uh, start thinking that other people that don't know about art are stupid. That's how we get in trouble. That's how we wind up with people going to museums because they think they should and then not understanding or actually enjoying it when they get there. So we have to, we are the ambassadors Wikipedia, of art. In Wikipedia, after five minutes or before, there's more easy. Yeah, but you know Looking, what? Well, definitely. Akiva's Discovery. not going to do that. Akiva, want, Akiva doesn't want to look it up on Wikipedia. Because, not well, everybody uh, well, does. I, I, know that. I, I do want to, but I won't. Because uh, <laughs> you're, rebe- you're too rebellious. No, I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm a slave to my habits. At, at at your age, yeah, uh, but that's really, that's you know, 
Oh, shoot. Oh, does that mean that we're out of time? No, that means or that, 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 calling? I, that I forgot to turn my phone off, which is so ridiculous. Oh, how embarrassing. Well, I know. Right. In, re- in regards to what Manuel was saying, I do sort of think, and like what you were saying also about like people who don't like art being stupid, there is a, an element of lack of knowledge, Yeah, t- definitely. Uh, some people... Uh, don't have the perspective or they're assuming different things are made by certain people when they really aren't. And when you go to a museum like MoMA or something that has like a, a lot of a mix or like like the Metropolitan Museum, you don't immediately acknowledge or know what era and who made everything. So it becomes a little bit hard to tell. It might be more helpful to go to a smaller gallery. Okay. Great. All right. So we're that gonna, makes sense. We're so I want these two guys to come in. Charlie and Sophie for yeah, returns. For so the last, thank for the you, last minute. Manuel and Akiva. We have three minutes left. So I just want to hear, how did, how did it, here. So how do you think it went today? How do you think it went today, Charlie? How was the, how Terrible. was the conversation? Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun experience. Yeah. Did you learn yeah. anything about your friends, about your colleagues? Um, I mean, Art. He he knew that part, but he, he learned. He learned, he learned about you. He yeah. learned about me. Yeah, I learned yeah. about you. Yeah. Lisa. How I mean, was that? What's, it was cool. What's the takeaway yeah. about Lisa? What do you think of take me? Away? What do you think of me? Go ahead. Uh, I guess that you're just an interesting, creative person. There you go. I love it. Yeah. And how about you? No, definitely. I've met like a lot of artists. Not like, a lot, but like I've met artists in my life. But, like I think you make like really cool content, and Aww. it's very unique. This yeah. is great. I yeah. love this. I love this. I had such a, this is making this is making me feel really good. So I'm gonna uh, have to say yeah. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, class. What a lovely class you have, Eric. They're Thank really, you, Lisa. Thanks for having they're us really, on They're really, really, really great group. They're a, they're really like fun and funny and smart they're, they're, they're everything they're a good group of kids they're, they're gonna, everything they're gonna take our jobs in 10 years yeah Eric's a cool teacher <laughs> yeah he is yeah he, i bet i <laughs> bet yeah he's a, he's an you guys are lucky man he's an awesome artist so anyway i just want to say thanks again for listening to radio free brooklyn this is dr lisa gives a shit you can contact me on facebook instagram um at at Dr. Lisa Levy, SP. That stands for self-proclaimed, since I'm a self-proclaimed psychotherapist. And please stick around because if you stick around, you're going to get to hear another great show called Lost and Rewound, which is hosted by Ilan Danziger and Jimmy Hoffman. And uh, don't forget about the Love Honey EP release show at Arlene's Grocery on Tuesday, July 31st. Uh, I'm going to be there, and I hope uh, I hope you guys show up. And if Eric gets those fake IDs going... <laughs> we'll bring the whole class. We'll have the whole school, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's a business, Eric. We could... Yeah, maybe can, there's can- a... Can I get a kickback from the club? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> All those beer sales. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> better, better, better. We're kidding, folks. We're kidding, folks. Yeah, parents listening now. No, no we ideas. would never do this. This is like a pretty wholesome group here. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And, uh,